let's try this again. Sorry, I got cut off earlier. I don't know if it was the internet that went out or my Wi-Fi or what, but we're going to pray and persevere. <clears throat> Let us pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for this day. Um, be with us as we go into your word, dive into your word, dig into your word, and see what you would have us to see and hear. And Lord, if there be one watching that doesn't know you, I pray they come to know you as their Lord and Savior. And Lord, I just pray that you use this time and and let it be for your glory, Lord Jesus, and and for nothing else but your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> this week's Bible study, I was going to do something completely different. And, and the Lord laid something on my heart and I just, I'm going to follow the Lord's leading because he said, no, you really need to do this tonight. The title of my message is, do you know Jesus Christ has a purpose and a plan for you? Are you going to be a Jonah or are you going or are or, or a John? Let me state that again. Do you know Jesus Christ has a purpose and a plan for you? Are you going to be a Jonah or a John? And that's a very simple question. And when I reflected on that, and I was reflecting on the the two the two um passages of scripture it really resonated with me how John the Baptist was called the forerunner and as we'll see in a little bit he, he didn't pull any punches. He went out in the wilderness, but he, he came at his appointed time and he brought many to the salvation in Christ and baptized many and even baptized as the Lord Jesus as we'll see in a little bit but let's first start with Jonah and I want you to think and I'm not going to go dive deep into Jonah but I want you to contrast the two and if you have a little bit of time 
go back and watch our previous Bible study, Go Tell and Running from the Call. Go tell this message comes from the series that the Lord has put together that the Lord has given me um, it comes from the first message that I preached a couple of weeks ago on Go Tell And running from God's call is is the message. And it dives deeper into Jonah chapter 1. So I, I will put the links in the description below. And I highly encourage you to go back and watch it and... Break out your Bible for yourself and read it for yourself as well. Don't just take my word for it. Read it for yourself as well. But let us start with Jonah 1, 1 through 3. Now the, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city. And cry out against it. For their. For their wickedness has come before me. But Jonah arose. To flee to Tarshish. From the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa. And found a sh ship going to Tarshish. He paid the fare. And went down into it to go with them to torture from the presence of the Lord. Now, we all know the continuation of the story. If we've read it, if we haven't, I really encourage you to read, read the whole chapter for yourself. And like I said, go back and watch our Bible study on running from God's call. It's a really good Bible study on the book of Jonah. Um, but as we all know, Jonah ends up getting on the ship. They go into a great storm. They cast lots to, to, to see who did this, and it fell on Jonah. So they threw Jonah overboard. He swallowed up by a whale, which really happened for those out there that Want to know my opinion? If the Bible said it, it really happened. But he gets swallowed up by the well. He laments inside the well. He repents inside the well. And where does he end up back at? He ends up back at Nineveh. Where the Lord called him to in the first place. So, we see that he preached repentance and 
Nineveh was turned back to God, but Jonah st still was upsetting and grieving. But tonight I want to ask you, are you going to be a Jonah and run, or are you going to be a John? Luke chapter 3, verse 1 through 22, and we're reading about John the Baptist. Now, in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, Herod being Tetrity of Galilee, his brother Philip, Tetrity of Israel, and the region of Tarakanesis, and Lanesis, Tarika of Elabin, while Anesis and Capernaus were high priests. The the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. Let me pause here for just a second. John was cousin to Jesus. If if you remember and you have heard of the 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 Christmas story or the story of Christ's birth either way you want to put it we we know that Mary the mother of Jesus went to Elizabeth and John leapt in her womb. So I just wanted to add that in. It is it is all in God's plan. So th and this was way before John the Baptist was even John was called out of the wilderness which was foretold in Isaiah which you'll hear in a minute but I just I find it awesome that how God weaves everything together and he has a purpose for everything. And John the Baptist was called the forerunner servant of Jesus Christ. And he really was. So we see in chapter, in verse, in chapter, Luke chapter 3, verse 2, it says, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, 
in the wilderness. And he went into the region around the Jordan, preaching a, preaching a baptism of repentance for remission of sins, as it is written in the book of Isaiah, book of the words of Isaiah the prophet saying the the voice of one in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord make his path straight every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill brought low the the crook pass shall be made straight and the rough ways smooth and all flesh shall see the salvation of God then he said to the multitude that came out to bapt to be baptized by him brood of vipers who warned you to flee from the coming wrath therefore bear fruit worthy of repentance and not be and do not begin to say to yourselves we have abraham as our father for i say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones and even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees therefore every tree which does not bear fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire so the people ask him what shall we do then he answered and said to them he who has two tunics let him give to him who has none and he who has food let him do likewise the tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him teacher what shall we must do and he said collect no more than what is appointed to you likewise the soldiers saying and what shall we do so he said to them do not intimidate anyone or accuse falsely and be content with your own wages now as the people were in expectation and all reason in their hearts about John whether he was the Christ or not, John answered, saying to them, and I love John's response to this. 
because he 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 could tell whether he could tell that they were wondering. John answered in verse 16, saying to them, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor gathering the wheat into the barn but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire and with many other exhortations he preached to the people but Herod the ter being rebuked by him concerning Herodus his brothers Herodotus his brother Philip's wife and for all the evils of Herod had done also added this above all that he shut John up in prison. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heavens opened And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form from bodily form like a dove upon him, and a voice came from the heaven which said, You are my beloved son, you I am well pleased. Now there's two contrasting things here. There's jo there's Jonah. Hey Pastor Dean. There's Jonah and then there's John. Jonah had a choice. He tried to run. He couldn't. John was called out of the wilderness. He ate locusts. He preached repentance. He didn't care what people thought. He didn't run from his call. Today, we need to stand up as Christians and to, to love one another but tell people 
about Christ and not be afraid. And I see my brother Dean, brother Dean Rakes is watching. He he will agree with me um, that we need people, brothers and sisters in Christ, who will stand up and stand for what you believe in and stand on the word of God and and repent and turn away because what this world needs friends is Jesus more than ever we need Jesus you know we've got everything going on out here and all these self-help books and all the all these talk shows which I don't know they may help they may not I don't think they do but that's just my opinion though but the one thing that people neglect nowadays is the word of God maybe we need to get back into the word and back into prayer and seek the Holy Spirit's leading. What John did, John called a spade a spade. He called the very teachers of the the temple, the Sadducees and Pharisees. He said, You brood of vipers. You know, we we can run from God's call, or we can accept His call and be His soldier. You know, I like to think of of John the Baptist as a rainbow for Jesus, because he ain't He was in the wilderness. But he relied on God. He relied on God the Father to give him the power and the knowledge. To give him the strength. And you may say, well, Scott, I don't have the ability to do what you do. All you got to do is ask God to give you the ability. If you go back and listen to... Some of my previous Bible studies, I was the same way. But God reminded me, I created you. I know your weaknesses. Now let me show you my strengths and give me your weaknesses. And when, when, when God told me that in my spirit, when I was in my teens, I'm like, oh, Lord, forgive me. Because I was looking at it from a physical standpoint when I should have been looking at it from a spiritual standpoint. And though I have issues with spasticity, and God knows that, <laughs> But I'm still able to do what I 
I can do, and you are too. If you'll just give it to God. Because friends, you may be the individual that God uses to reach someone for Christ that no one can reach. And you may say, well, Scott, I don't, I don't know about that. You, you never know. It's just like Paul and Silas in prison. They could have been the only one to reach that jailer that almost committed suicide. But instead, he gave his life to Christ. And if John the Baptist had run from his call, we oh, imagine how many people would not have repented and come to know the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And then to have the honor <clears throat> and the 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 honor and the privilege to baptize the Son of God. That is just awesome. But you know, his story doesn't end there. He was beheaded. John the Baptist was beheaded. But he didn't go sorry that he preached the word. No, he preached the word up until he was beheaded. He stood for Christ up until he was beheaded. Just like Stephen was stunned to death and said, Father, forgive him. It doesn't matter if, if you're a hundred or three years old. God can use you if you will allow him to. And we can say all we want. Lord Jesus, thank you. We can say all we want. Well, God just had not given me the ability. Well, have you asked him? And if you don't know Christ tonight, I ask you, I plead with you, go back and watch the previous videos. Go back and read through the scriptures that have been posted. And if you don't have a Bible, email me and I'll get you one. But I implore you, and this has been on my heart ever since Go Tell. We, we as a body of believers need to be the light of the world in this time. Because there's enough chaos and confusion right now. The truth needs to be told, and it needs to be told in a way it never has. And what, and as I said in my, 
the go tell Bible study in Acts. They were all in one mindset, all in one accord. They all had one goal, and that goal was to preach Jesus Christ and the salvation message of Jesus Christ. And it caused not only a revival, but an earthquake. And I just, I, I really want you to realize that it is not us who it is God's power through us that gives us the ability to preach and teach it is not us it is God's power through us and therefore if we step out of the way and let God shine through. Imagine what you can do. Imagine how far his word will go. If we step out of the way. And say. It's not about Scott. It's not about Joe. It's not about Josephine. It's about Jesus. Imagine how many people. We can bring. To Jesus Christ. To the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. My friends. He is the only reason. That. I'm able to do what I'm able to do. And he is the only reason. that I am doing so well medically because I'm relying on him. When you rely on him, he gives you the strength. When you realize if you give him your weaknesses, he will make you strong. And I've said it and said it and said it, but Romans 8.11 says the same power that rose Jesus from the grave is the same power that lives within us when we accept Jesus Christ. So if that same power lives within us, what is, what is stopping us? Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. He didn't say so. He didn't say oh, only on Tuesday. He said all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Friends, I just, I want you to bow your head with me tonight, and I just want to pray for anyone watching, Lord Jesus, I just pray 
that you wouldn't Send your presence to that one watching and fill them with your love. Envelop them with your love. And Lord, let them know how much you love them. That there's nothing they could have done or not done or have done or did. And they can come back. They may have been a journal. They may have known what it, what, what it is to be a Christian and have strayed. Lord, I just pray that you, you tell them, I love you. I know, I know your faults. We have all fallen and come short of the glory of God. But I love you. And Lord Jesus, tell them that you can use them. Lord Jesus, tell them To not be distracted by this world. Lord, we thank you for your presence here. Lord, we thank you for the this time together. Lord, we thank you for this Bible study. Lord, I know it was a little rough around the edges tonight, but Lord, you know my heart and... You know what's on my mind. And Lord, I just pray that if there's one out there that needs you tonight, Lord, that they will come to you right now and say, Dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. Lord, forgive me of my sins. Lord, I believe that you are the Son of God, that you were born, lived on this earth, but you died on a cross on Calvary, but you rose again, defeated death, hell, and the grave. And Lord Jesus, I, I believe in you. And Lord, I ask you to be Lord of my life. Lord, and if they pray that prayer, Lord, that they feel your arms around, feel your arms around them and, and help them to know that they are loved, they are, they are appreciated, and they are yours. And that they do have a purpose in life. And they do have a purpose from God. And a plan from God. And it's not too late. It's never too late or too early to come to you, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for that tonight. And we ask you, God, 
to be with that one watching or that one re-watching. And Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next week.